For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Dear listeners, welcome to the Kodesh Family Church, Philadelphia, under the leadership of Bishop Dag Heward Mills. This denomination has grown with over several branches all over the world. We are excited to come your way with the anointed word of God, which has the power to heal, deliver and save you. Stay tuned as we receive God's word through his servant, Reverend Gilbert Fleischer. If you want to harvest good things, you must plant good things. Hallelujah. You cannot harvest something that you have not planted. You can't plant corn and expect pineapple. It doesn't work. You are violating the law. This is what God has set in place. You determine what you plant. You determine what you want to sow. Hallelujah. Amen. Seed time and harvest time. Cold and winter. There was a brother who first traveled to Germany many years ago from a country in Africa. And when he went to this country, Germany, it was cold. But when he was, where he was before, he was a bouncer. You know, he was a, somebody who stands by the, 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 the clubs. He was a, a, a body weight builder. So he was a bouncer, and he told that he could withstand the cold in that country. So they started advising him, you have to bundle up, you have to wear winter clothes. He said, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Within 24 hours, this guy died out of cold. Yeah, true story. He died. Winter and cold. Your prayer cannot change this. Your fasting cannot change this. You can pray till your tongue turns blue. It will get dark after some time. And that is the law God has set in place. Hallelujah. That seed time and harvest time and cold and heat, summer and winter. We are in summer now. Yesterday as I was walking around my neighborhood, none of the trees had any leaves on them. Yeah. Because that's the season. You can't plant anything around this time. There are certain things that will not yield. It will not grow. Hallelujah. God has set certain things in place. Amen. Seed time and harvest time also means the law of sowing and reaping. It also means the law of planting and harvest. It means the law of consequence. The law of cause and effect. The same word, seed time and harvest. I'm just breaking it down for us. Amen? The law of repercussions. The law of seed and harvest. The law of giving and what? Receiving. If you don't give, you will not receive. It's a law. If you are stingy, you will not receive anything. Bible said, I give and it shall be what? Given back to you. Good measure. Pressed down. Shaking together. Running over. over. Shall God cause men to give unto you. Hallelujah. So if you give gossip, guess what will happen? You will get gossip back. Pressed down. Shaking together. Running over. And it will come back to you. 
And it's amazing that anything you plant, you put three, you know, corn in the, in the ground, you don't get three back. It's in multiples. You get a whole cup, isn't it? You get a whole, about hundreds of them. So whatever you see, you sow, the returns are greater. Nobody wants that. So plant good seeds. Hallelujah. The law of time. Nobody can change this. If you plant anger, you will receive anger. If you plant kindness, you will receive kindness. If you plant love, guess what you get back? Love. Some of us are so just we are, we just cannot love. We are not kind. But the God that we serve, he is God of love. In fact, the God is love. So you cannot say you are a Christian or you believe in God and you don't exhibit that trait. You are bitter all the time. You are always saying negative things about people. Always. I mean, you never say anything nice. Always say negative things. Guess what? You will also receive the same thing. Press down. Shaking together. Running over. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. Amen. Hallelujah. We can't change this order. Amen. We cannot change this order. Hallelujah. Now, Luke chapter 6 verse 38. Are you here with me? Don't leave me home. I'm happy to see this brother here. I've known him for many, many years. He's one of the pioneers of the Bronx Church and the wife. Put your hands together for him. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Many, many years ago. And he's still in the church. It's a blessing to see him. Amen. Luke chapter 6 verse 38. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down. When I was saying, people thought I was making it up. But this is the scripture. And shaking together and running over shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure, with the same measure that ye met, with all it shall be measured unto you again. Hallelujah. The same measure that you give, you will get it back in return. In 30 folds, in 60 folds, and some will get it in 100 folds. Sometimes, whilst you are re 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 harvesting your whatever you've sown, you forget that some days behind you did something. We always forget the seed time. And we remember the harvest time. But we don't remember that we planted something some days back. The funny thing about sowing and reaping is that some plants grow quicker than others. <laughs> so some people can harvest theirs quicker. Say if you plant tomatoes, you may harvest it within three months. Is that not so? I tried planting some, it didn't work. But in the coming year, I'll try my best and do, do well. You also did the same thing. I tried it, it didn't work. Or yours worked. It worked. 
I'll come for more ideas. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Take, for example, cashew nuts or cocoa. It takes five years or more. So maybe you are not harvesting now, but you one day harvest. <laughs> Hallelujah. And don't think that whatever you did, nobody saw. So it's done. No, you will have the repercussions. By all means. It's a law. Seed time and harvest time shall not cease. Whilst the earth remaineth. Seed time and harvest time will never cease. And it cannot cease. Day and night. Now we are in the daytime. You really don't need much light. But it gets, to the, it gets to a time where you need to turn on the light. It's dark. It's the law. Hallelujah. It's the law. And you, the law cannot be broken. Even God himself, he respects it. Amen. Hallelujah. And I have grouped this into three categories. The positive, the neutral, and the negative. I'm going to give you scripture for both, all of them. Amen. Let's look at the positive seeds that we can plant. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 4. Proverbs chapter 18. So determine which of these three you want to do, you want to plant. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 4. The words of a man's mouth are, a deep, are as deep waters and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. Hallelujah. The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. That's positive. Let's look at one scripture in the neutral. Genesis, no, look, let's read Genesis, uh, Galatians 6 verse 7. Galatians chapter 6 verse 7. Galatians 6 7. He said that, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth. So you see, this scripture is giving you a blank check of what you can sow. You can either sow good or bad. It's neutral. So the decision is yours. Whatsoever whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also what? Reap. Now let's look at one of the negative scriptures. Job chapter 4 verse 8. Nobody wants to do this, this scripture. You don't want this. Job chapter 4 verse 8. Are you there? Job, Job. Job 4 8. Even as I have seen, they that plow iniquity and sow what? Wickedness shall do what? Shall do what? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. It will overflow. When you sow wickedness and iniquity, it will come back to you the same. The same tendency that you had. Amen. Hosea chapter 8 verse 7. 
Hosea chapter 8, verse 7. For they have sown the wind, and they shall reap the what? The whirlwind. That is dangerous. It hath no stalk, the bud shall yield no meal. If so be it yield, the strangers shall swallow it up. So you see that you are working, you are laboring, but others are, you know, enjoying it. You have your own children, but you don't benefit your, from your kids. Yeah. It's a curse. Amen. Are we going to sow good things? In the coming year, are we going to sow good things? Hallelujah. Whatsoever you sow, you will reap. A lady was undergoing a surgery and she needed money to pay for the, the bills and she didn't have much. So she made herself placards and she was standing by the roadside begging for money. Some people were bypassing her, others were calling her names and all kinds of things. And a car pulled over. This, this was a multi billionaire. He pulled over he has lost his direction. And he called for the lady to help him. So the lady came towards the car and then asked where he was going. And then he, she helped him to find his way. It was somewhere in the, in the suburb. So GPS could not work that much over there. So the lady actually rode with him in the car. As they were traveling, the man asked her, what were you doing there? Then the lady responded that she has to go through surgery, but she needed money to do that. Guess what? The man asked her, how much is the bill? And the lady said, 25000 The man gave her the 25000 and thanked her for her kindness. So if you sow kind, if you sow kindness, you will reap something back. Hallelujah. It was actually a breaking news on CNN wow. in 2017. Yeah. It happened. So whatsoever you shall sow, you will reap it. A lot of time we do things in secret. We do things that nobody will see. And then we'll clean our mouth. We lift holy hands. Look, God forgives us, but the consequences, he cannot. It does not matter how much you pray. It does not matter whether you're a Muslim or a Hindu or a Christian. You cannot change that law. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. Whatsoever. Anything. Hallelujah. No matter what you do, you can bury people in secret. One day, it will come back to life. Yeah. It will come back. If you don't reap it, your child will reap it. Yes. 
if you don't reap it, somebody related to you will reap it. Good measure. Press down. Shake it together and running over. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. A lot of us are Christians. We proclaim the name of God, but we are full of wickedness. Envy. Envy. Strive. I hardly see two ladies living together. I don't know. Maybe here is okay, but where I'm coming from, you could hardly see two ladies. They could be from the same mother, but they can't survive. They can't live together. They go to the same church. They believe in the same God. They have the same Bible. They just can't dwell together. It's a woman's thing. Ah, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Two people cannot just live together. There's an amazing scripture in Genesis chapter 4. Then I want us to read it. God specifically gave instructions to Cain and Abel to give an offering unto him. And look at what happened. Genesis chapter 4 from verse 1. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of sheep. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. Verse 3. And in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. God has specifically given them instructions of what to bring. Now, it was a blank check again. One decided to bring the good. Another decided to bring the bad. And, in, and Abel, he also brought of the first lengths of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel. And to his offering. Look at what happened. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had no respect. And Cain was very wroth. Why are you wroth? Why are you angry? Why are you jealous of your brother or your sister? We were both given these instructions, and you decided to go this path. So why are you angry? Hallelujah. Bible said that, and his countenance fell. Beloved, we need to check ourselves all the time. Our heart. We need to check our heart all times. Sometimes you are going on visitation, but you have a different motive. I'm home. <laughs> You are going on visitation, but your mentality is different. Your idea is different. Hallelujah. And God does not reward such things. Though you are laboring, you see that you are not benefiting from the work. You are laboring. You are helping to build the church. 
you are helping to build an area fellowship. You are helping to do something by your heart. Your heart. Bible says that guard your heart with all what diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. You are here because you decided to be here. And it started from the heart. Yeah. Hallelujah. Out of it are the issues of life. Everything comes from the heart. That is why the Bible says they guard it. Protect it. If you do a little anatomy, you will realize that the heart is guarded by your ribs. This is your ribs. Protects the, the heart. God knows why he protected it. Because it's a very powerful organ in us. That needs to be protected. It needs to be guarded. In order for you to get to the heart, you have to go through this skin. This dark skin. Peel it off. Go through so many tissues. Muscles, tendons. Before you get there. So the Bible says, guard it. Protect it. It is not easy to live with people. It's not easy to dwell with men. Because man is wicked. Man is wicked. We learned in the seven great principles that the heart of the unsaved man is what? Is dead and desperately wicked. Man is wicked. I mean, man is wicked. When I say man, I'm not talking of men. I'm talking of both men and women. <laughs> we are wicked. That is how we are. We are by nature wicked. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe we are going to change in the coming year. Hallelujah. We are going to be better people. Amen. We are going to sow kindness. We are going to sow love. We are going to sow patience. Some of us, we can't, we, we don't have patience at all. But we, we want patience from people. There's a there's an amazing scripture of somebody who owed money and he could not pay. <laughs> he was always running around, dodging his master, begging. He could not pay. And somebody owed him very little. And this same person who was pleading for mercy Come and see how he was bullying this guy. He had forgotten that somebody showed him mercy. Somebody had shown him kindness. Somebody had shown him love. In fact, he held the guy to his throat. He almost killed, almost killed the guy. That is how we are. Hallelujah. I said that is how we are, but we ought to change. God has set these things in place and we cannot change it, but the, the power is in our hands. Hallelujah. I said the power is in our hands. Amen. John chapter 9 verse 4. I'm ending. Are you here with me? 
John chapter 9, verse 4. Amen. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. There is a night coming. Maybe it may be a night of sickness. A night of poverty. A night of lack. There is going to come a time where you cannot do that which you are able to do today. Or there is going to come a time that you will not have what you have today. <laughs> you will not be rich forever. And you will not be poor also forever. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. There is a season. In Ecclesiastes as we read. There is a season. There is a time. For everything. Hallelujah. There is a time for everything. Bible says that weeping may endure for a night. But joy cometh in the morning. You will not cry forever. I say you will not cry forever. In the coming year, you shall laugh. Hallelujah. I say in the coming year, you shall laugh. Amen. There's an interesting story in the book of Job, chapter 1. Bible says that this guy feared God. He was so wealthy. Rich. In fact, his children were feasting every weekend. Today, they feast in this person's house. The next week, they go to their sister's house. The following week, they go to the other person's house. It was feasting every week. I mean, you will never hear anybody cry in such an environment. <laughs> Job chapter 1. And his sons went and feasted in their houses, in their houses, everyone his day. Everyone his day. And sent and called for their three sisters to eat and drink with them. Next verse, please. And it was so, when the day of their feasting were gone about, that Job sent and sanctified them and rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, it might be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus did Job continually. Let's read. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came amongst them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence cometh thou? Then Satan answered and said, Lord, and said, From going to and from in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. Verse 8. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my son, my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man. Hallelujah. May that be your story. Amen. One that feared God and eschewed evil. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for naught? In other words, do you think he comes to church for nothing? Do you think he leads prayer for nothing? Do you think he is the area fellowship leader for nothing? Has not thou made an hedge about him 
and about his house and about all that he had on every side thou hast blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased in the land verse 11 but put forth thy hand i want the place where they started losing their cows and properties is it verse 15 hallelujah and the Sabians fell upon them and took them away. Yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. Next verse, please. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, The fire of God is fallen from heaven and had burned up the sheep. All the properties that he had, everything that he had was gone. And the servants and consumed them, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, The Chaldeans made out three bands and fell upon the camels and have carried them away, yea, and slain the servants with the edge of the sword. And I only am escaped to tell. He lost everything, but that will not be your story. Hallelujah. I said, that will not be your story because you are going to be more wiser. Hallelujah. In the coming year, you will never lose anything. Amen. Hallelujah. With the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. So nothing is permanent. Anything that has a beginning has an end. Anything that you started, there will be a time you must end it. You will not be young forever. Last week, Reverend was telling me, <laughs> you have been very cool lately. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because I realized that there are certain things I can't do anymore. Amen. Amen. I used to be very active. Wow. Yeah. He knows me very well. So he said that the fire has gone down. <laughs> Hallelujah. You will never be young forever. Some of us young people, we think we are indispensable. I mean, we think we, 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 we are not going to grow. We are not. Trust me. Give yourself a few years. Give yourself a few years. Oh, we've seen it. Uh, we've seen it ever. Every time we see it. There are some young people, you can't even talk to them. You can't even direct them. You can't guide them. You can't instruct them. Because they are strong. They are intelligent. They are beautiful. Yeah. They think they are indispensable. I mean, they can be on a computer and do so many things. It's like, I got this. I got that. Yeah. And even the way they talk. But your mother and your father, they have been like you before. They have been there before. And they were more wilder than you. Yeah. Amen. They were more wilder than you. You know, I met one guy and I mean the way he was talking, I was like, hey, this guy, I think he just dropped from the space. It's like, <laughs> time will tell. Time will tell. It's only time. Hallelujah. Please bring back the scripture again. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Yeah. There is a season to everything there is a season 
a time to every purpose under the heaven. Amen. Next verse, please. Verse 2. A time to be born and a time to die. See this baby. Yeah. One day, he or she will also be carrying somebody. That's how it is. Seed time and habits will never cease. Our parents gave birth to us. Today, we, we also have children, isn't it? They will also have children. That, that's the generation. Seed time and harvest will never ever cease. Time will tell. Hallelujah. You will not grow forever. Amen. It's something we must be mindful about. Where we will end eternity. We must be mindful of the time that we live in. In fact, if you live in this part of the world and you are not careful, you can live anyhow. Because anything you want is right next to you. You don't walk to school. While some of us, we used to walk to school. Yeah. We used to walk a mile or two miles to school. We didn't know winter or summer or cold or what. You got to go. And if you are late, they will beat you. Yeah, 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 yeah. They will check your fingernails, make sure your nails are kept low. I don't know about here. You will see a teenager, 12, 13 years with acrylic nails. I mean, <laughs> you live in a different world. A different world, a different planet. To every, to every time there's a season. Yeah. You talk, they talk back to you. They slam the door in front of you. You dare not. I mean, you dare not. In my generation, you dare not. You get it right in front of everybody. <laughs> you dare not walk away when your parents are talking to you. You dare not roll your eyes. I heard my daughter saying to the third one that daddy, she was rolling. I didn't, I, I wonder how, what does she understand by rolling eye? A four-year-old knows how to roll eye? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know how, how she did it. I was wondering. What did you say? She said, Mikal was rolling her eye. I said, how did she do it? Because, I, seriously, I don't know how. Four-year-old. She's able to roll the eye. No. Growing up, you can't do that. Your mom will look at you in a certain way. You will understand the message behind the look. Put your hands together for our mothers. Hallelujah. You will understand the message behind the look. There is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Let's read on. A time to be born and a time to die. Look, time. Time is eternal. Time is eternal. Time doesn't fade. It doesn't pass away. We pass away. Time is eternal. It's infinite. Time does not end. We end. So nobody should say that I'm wasting time. You can never waste time. You waste your life. Nobody can waste your time. You waste, you can't waste God. 
Time is actually God in the material world. You can't waste God. We waste our time. I didn't used to have gray hair. When it started coming, in fact, when I was growing up, I wanted hair so bad that I wanted to prove to my friends that I'm growing hair. So the little mustache that came, I'll just go and show off. You drink water and then you see that it's reflecting outside for them to know that at least you're growing some hair. Till I got to a point where the hair started coming. Now it got, it got to a point it was too much. Now it's not only black, but also white. <laughs> a time to be born and a time to die. A few years ago, I didn't think that I would ever die. In fact, I go to people's funeral and I say it inside my head. Oh, nah. Not me. I've had several accidents. I've survived it. Not me. Gunshot. Oh, they used to call me names. I won't say it for you to start calling me that name. <laughs> because I survived the gunshot. They used to, you know, give me fans and things like that. So I, I, I almost thought that this thing will not apply to me. I mean, what? Gun, what? I've survived it. So I'm not going to die. But as time went on, I realized that <laughs> this scripture applies to me also. <laughs> Hallelujah. A time to pluck up that which is planted. Amen. A time to kill and a time to heal. You cannot always be fighting. Bishop Joel once said that you cannot always be fighting. He was talking to the marriage couples. He said, you cannot always be fighting. Every day you are fighting. It's not possible. You cannot always be angry. Some way. Sometimes you have to put a smile on your face. Try it. Try it. Smile. Look at how beautiful it is. You are sowing a seed you don't know. And somebody will smile back at you. People will say that, oh, she's not friendly. He's mean. But you yourself, you are mean. Because the Bible says that if you want to be friendly, if you want to have friends, you myself must show yourself what? Friendly. So if you are not friendly, nobody will respond to you in a friendly manner. It's a seed. You are always... Can't pay. It's like. <laughs> tight. It's like anything that is funny doesn't shake you. You don't see anything funny about it. Kunin. It's like you are drinking kunin. Hallelujah. Are you understanding my message this morning? Hallelujah. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to break down, a time to build up. Next verse, please. A time to weep. And a, you can't always, always be crying too. You cannot always be mourning. 
Hallelujah. Put on some smiles. Change your clothes. Hallelujah. Laugh. Be happy. Be joyous. The Bible said the joy of the Lord is our strength. Be happy. The joy comes from the inside. It must emanate from inside, from within. Hallelujah. Nothing is happening around you, but you are joyous from the inside. People will not understand why you are happy. But you know something is bubbling out of the inside. Hallelujah. Something of the inside is making you happy on the outside. A time to mourn and a time to dance. Amen. Yeah. You've been mourning for fast so long. You must put on the dancing shoes. And dance. Hallelujah. Amen. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Some of us, we've embraced for far too long. Far too long. You got to go to work. Hallelujah. Is that all? Is that... A time to get and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. Learn to give. Learn to give. Hallelujah. Learn to give. It's a law. Once you give, you will receive. Yeah. Bible says that God loves a cheerful giver. I didn't understand why our mothers used to cook and invite outsiders to just come and eat. I never understood it. Yeah. I mean, me and my brothers, we used to not like it. (laughs) I mean, my mom would wake up early in the morning, cook and be singing, be cooking and we'll call people. We didn't understand it. But now I'm doing it. It's a seed. Hallelujah. Why not? You have no idea who will take care of your child. You have no idea where he or she will end up doing his national service or attachment or something that he or she will need help. He or she will need help. He or she will need help. That you might not be able to get there on time. That that auntie of yours, whom you don't talk to, will be the only person you can call on. Now you can't call her because you are not nice to her. We must sow good things. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> hallelujah amen are we going to sow good things are we going to sow love are we going to sow kindness one of the reasons why people don't want to come to church is that we are hypocrites I'm telling the truth most Christians are 
Yeah, most Christians are. If somebody should walk in and is not dressed like you, you will not even want the person to sit next to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You will not want the person to, because the person smells, or maybe the person does not dress. In fact, one lady left the church and said that she has no competitors in the church. Because the way she dresses, nobody dresses like her. And so she walked out. Yeah. I did everything I could to save her. She didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. We must learn to treat people well. We must learn to love people, irrespective of their nationality, irrespective of their race, irrespective of the way they look. You yourself, how do you look? How do you look? You don't want to accept anybody, anybody who doesn't speak my language. It's a this, and it's a that, and it's a that. They don't come to my church. They are this, and they are that. You don't know the purpose of the Holy Spirit. If you know the purpose of the Holy Spirit, you will not talk like that. Yeah. You must be able to see a Muslim and hug the person. You must be able to see someone who doesn't come to your church and still relate to the person as a brother or a sister. After all, you are not the one to judge. Judge not so that you will not be judged. Leave that to God. Hallelujah. We must accept one another. And together we can serve the creator. Hallelujah. I said and together we can serve the creator. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to enter into a short time of prayer. Amen. And I want us to prepare our hearts and our minds to speak to the Lord this afternoon. As we enter or we get closer to the end of the year, we must, we must remember and understand the seasons that we live in. I tell you, a day will come you will not be able to get up from your, your bed. It's happened to me before. Me of all people, I was crying. I just could not get up. I just could not. I told my wife, called 911. It's never happened to me before. That I could not get up. I rolled to get up. I do so many things, but now I could not get up. There are seasons. There are seasons. Don't look down on people who don't have. If you have, give, help. Don't treat people sore. Bible said that we have entertained angels on our words. Sometimes they are, God is manifesting through people. But you don't know. You say you love God. You want to come to church before you worship God. But the neighbor next to you, you don't talk to. 
your next door neighbor you don't talk to. And you are, you are in a hurry. You are running late to church. Are we alive? Yes. Are, are you, can you hear me? You seem very quiet. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Look, we need to love people. I bought a truck. And the reason why I bought the truck, at that time I only had two kids. I didn't need a big truck. But I bought a truck thinking of others. And I used to go and pick these people. In fact, these are homeless people. Homeless. Smelling. You don't even want to hug them. I'm not saying this to boast or to show you what I've done, but I'm just giving you an example to provoke you onto good things. Go and pick them, bring them to the church, preach to them and feed them and give them clothes. I didn't do it for money. I once took them to somebody's house. The person didn't want them to sit on her couch. The person didn't want to want the, the homeless people to sit. Of course, they are smelling. You know, they, they pee on themselves and all kinds of things. They have dirty clothes and all that. These are also people, human beings. It could be you. It could be me. But if today God has blessed you on a, on, 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 on a certain level, you must not look down on them. We must not look down. In fact, God blessed you to be a blessing to them. Not to keep, but to help others. To think of others. Today, you are able to speak. You are able to write. Help somebody to go to school. If you can, help somebody to pay their fees. If you can, help somebody to have lunch. If you can, help somebody... Give somebody a ride if you can. What is the purpose of driving alone? When you can pick somebody to the same direction. Because the person is not dressed well. The person is not your class. What is your class? <laughs> rise to your feet somebody. Let's rise to our feet. The person the person might not come from the same background that you come from. But you must show love. Unconditional love. This is why Christ came to die for us. Do you think Jesus' level was our level? No. Bible says that he who knew no sin became sin. That we might become the righteousness of God. He exchanged places with us. He exchanged places with us that we might be lifted up. He came to the, the planet that he was 